Hi, this is Heidi. Episode three, allowing negative emotion. This podcast is for people who want to create more confidence and show up as their best self every day. friends, I am really excited to share with you this episode about allowing negative emotion. I know I'm all about being happy Heidi in the world, but seriously, this topic is awesome. It is really life-changing to recognize the reality of negative emotion, admit that it's necessary in life, and become experts at allowing and processing it. Before I start this episode, I want to share a few sentences from an email I just got from a client. In just six coaching sessions, she made so much progress and really experienced miracles as she did the hard work of taking control of her thoughts and her emotions. And she wrote to me, Heidi, I can't thank you enough for being one of the inspired people in my life that has been a part of this ongoing process of individual growth. You have instilled in me lessons that have changed my life and that I know will make a world of difference in my future friendships, relationships, and the family that will be mine one day. How awesome is that? So there you have it from someone else. Applying these tools can really change our futures. So Let's dive right into negative emotion, as crazy as that sounds. So first, why do we have negative emotion in the world? We need negative emotion in our lives so we can grow, so we can learn, and also so we can fully experience the positive in our lives. We cannot learn without feeling emotions such as failure or disappointment or embarrassment This life experience has been created knowing that there's going to be peace and war, life and death, pride and humiliation, and so on and so on. Three of the most joyous days in my life were the days that my three children were born. And the joys were so high and full because we had also experienced the grief of losing other loved ones. And also because I knew the grief of having a miscarriage. So the happiness when my daughter was born had all new meaning because of that loss. The excitement of getting a promotion at work or maybe an award is so positive because most of us know the emotion of getting laid off or getting negative feedback on our work or maybe not getting jobs when we keep on interviewing. We all want positive emotion in our life, but in order to fully experience and appreciate it, we need to be open to experiencing and allowing the negative emotion too. So instead of just the few emotions that we know that are negative, like sad, mad, angry, and anxious, here are a few other examples of words we could use and that I'm sure you've experienced that are negative. Discomfort, fear, grief, rejection, inadequacy, jealousy, skepticism, 
infuriated, rushed, embarrassed, and so much more. But it's really good when we can expand our vocabulary to really describe what we're feeling. We are conditioned by society to think that our emotions are caused by another person or from circumstances, but emotions come from thoughts that we have about situations or circumstances or about other people. And when we slow down and think about our thoughts when we're feeling really stressed or lonely, we can get control over our emotions by identifying the thoughts that are creating the feeling. And often we want to keep those thoughts and feelings and those emotions that we're having. But with maturity and control, there comes the recognition of the thoughts and we can feel so empowered when we can choose to keep or change those thoughts and emotions. So we aren't lonely because we're home alone on a Friday night. And honestly, that's kind of a dream come true for me. We feel the emotion of loneliness when we have thoughts about being home alone on a Friday night. So the three most common and unhealthy ways to deal with negative emotion are resisting, reacting, and avoiding. Let me give you an example of these three so you can recognize it when you do it because we all do it. So resisting an emotion is like closing the door on feeling it or trying to push it away. This creates more tension and increases the emotion. So think of being in a pool and someone throws you a big beach ball. The ball is your emotion and you then try to stuff it underwater. And this requires a whole lot of strength and force and energy. And then the ball just pops up somewhere else in the pool The same thing happens when we resist feeling emotion. We use up so much precious energy just resisting it, and it always shows up in another part of our life or in our future, always. Another unhealthy way to deal with negative emotion is by reacting to something. Reacting looks like yelling or screaming in response to someone or something. Even getting tense and stressed and anxious is a way of reacting instead of allowing other emotions like fear or overwhelm. Reacting always involves blaming another person. Oh, they made me do it. Usually that's on display daily with small children because they don't have the intellectual or emotional capacity to manage their reactions the way adults should have. Another unhealthy way to handle negative emotion is avoiding it. And avoiding it is so easy in the world today. Most of us avoid emotions by overeating, overdrinking, overworking, being on social media way too much, over Netflixing, over exercising. So you can see. All these things, they're okay in the appropriate amount, but when we do it too much, we're trying to avoid other parts of our lives and usually other emotions. And we get that momentary pleasure and it's available everywhere in the world now. I think this is one of the reasons why anxiety is such a problem today. Because first of all, 
we're conditioned to think that negative emotion is bad, which it isn't. It's just part of life and it's necessary. And we haven't been taught how to allow it. And we have so many options to avoid the negative. So truly, we aren't comfortable being uncomfortable. When we feel negative emotion, we do not want to resist it or react or avoid. So what do we want to do with negative emotion? We want to allow the negative emotion and I'm going to teach you how to allow. When you notice a negative emotion and you're feeling, okay, I want to get rid of this or I don't like this or you start to resist it, what I want you to do is get very still and start becoming very aware of your body. I like to close my eyes if I can and try to get very present and I ask myself, okay, where am I feeling this? I personally feel a lot of negative emotion in my stomach and in my chest. If it's a really heavy feeling, I'll also kind of say, okay, what color is it? I try to breathe. I open my heart and my head and my entire body to feeling the emotion. And I tell myself, okay, it's just a vibration. It won't kill me. And as I practice this, I really allow the emotion deeper in my body because I know it's going to pass a lot sooner. And I'll also have a lot more clarity over my reality than if I try to just ignore it. So let me give you a couple examples of allowing emotion. A couple years ago, a friend of mine had had her cancer uh, reoccur. And with her, we had been on this cancer train for a couple years. And we knew that if it recurred, there was nothing the doctors could do and that it would be terminal. And she had been putting up a really good positive attack on the disease. And really, we hadn't gotten mired down in a lot of the negativity. But she told me, that the test results had come back and they had a recurrence and we weren't really shocked. Um, It was just an intense sadness that kind of came over my body. And she told me at night and the next day, my kids went off to school and luckily I had nothing on my calendar. And I literally said it out loud. I said, I am gonna be sad today because I could feel it in every part of my body. And I'm not someone that is conditioned to really be sad. But I was feeling it and I knew I had to embrace this sadness knowing I was going to lose someone so who was so close to me. It was beyond anything I thought I would ever have to go through or could even handle. And I laid on the couch all day, which is very uncharacteristic of me. I thought of this sadness I didn't want to bring other people into my sadness, but I got very centered in my head and my body and just acknowledging and allowing the hard emotion empowered me so much as I helped her through the next 12 months of her life. They weren't sad months since I wasn't resisting the emotion. I could really be present for all of the ups and downs that were going to come. Another situation occurred just a few months ago. I was asked to go into my children's school to have a meeting with a few teachers. And this was a follow-up meeting where one of the teachers in a previous meeting had been incredibly unprofessional and inappropriate to me. And this teacher needed to apologize. 
and I knew it would be a very uncomfortable meeting, but I knew I had to get through it. And I also knew that even in this uncomfortable setting, I wasn't the one at fault, but I really prepared myself saying, okay, I want to see where I feel uncomfortable in my body. So when the teacher came into the room, I, you know, I really got into my body and I was like, where am I feeling this? I don't want to be thinking any other thoughts. And I wasn't feeling any other emotions because I wasn't angry or resentful. I had totally forgiven the teacher. She didn't even, she didn't need to apologize for my forgiveness because I had already given that because I had none of that other emotion. I was like, I can feel the uncomfortableness in my arms and I felt a little in my chest and I was disappointed that she did not apologize, but I was really proud of myself for allowing that emotion. The meeting ended and I knew, okay, I can survive really deep discomfort. So negative emotion really will pass quicker when we allow it. So why do we sometimes want to avoid these emotions or resist them? First, our primitive brain wants us to think that these emotions are actually threats to our life, but we don't have the same dangers in the world that existed thousands of years ago. We are programmed to want to avoid danger, but there really is no danger to us feeling these emotions. They're not going to kill us. And second, negative emotion doesn't necessarily feel good in our body, so we try to avoid it. And in our world today, we have so much access to instant pleasure, like I talked about before, to help us avoid the negativity or even buffer from it. So instead of sitting in discomfort or pushing ourselves toward goals or having difficult conversations with people... We can instantly get a hit of dopamine from social media or other shows or sugar-loaded foods. And these things will give us momentary pleasure and escape, but they always compound the problem and create additional negative emotion. And I'm going to go into this more in another episode on buffering. I have found that there are negative emotions that, believe it or not, I do want to invite into my life. And I want to tell you about some of these emotions. So the first is discomfort. So even though I gave you an example of discomfort at the school meeting that I didn't want to invite that into my life, there's other discomfort that does help us grow and is necessary. So talking to people for the first time, going into a new job, saying, I'm sorry, asking for help joining a new group or a club, having a difficult conversation with someone or an employee, that discomfort that we feel is not dangerous. And if we can push through it and allow the emotion, we can feel even greater positive emotion on the other side. It's discomfort that allows us to feel greater comfort. I love this quote, discomfort is the currency of success. So true. Nobody succeeds sitting in a pool of comfort. Another emotion that I welcome in occasional doses is fear. So not fear for my life, but the fear knowing that I can grow and expand my life and my business and my experiences 
if I am able to allow maybe some fear of vulnerability or fear of embarrassment or even fear of failure. Another emotion I try to welcome is nervousness. We need this emotion at times to accomplish goals or do things for the first time. My son learned to drive this past year and he wouldn't have learned if he hadn't conquered the nervousness of driving for the first time. It can also appear like bravery or self-confidence. Those are words that we see as strengths in people, but to live a brave and confident life, we have to get comfortable with being uncomfortable and having fear and being courageous. All of those have the same feelings like butterflies in our stomach. Those are not feelings of like sitting on the beach. But if we get good at welcoming those emotions and allowing them in our bodies, we are so much more able to feel the joy and the happiness and the peace in life. I even want my children to experience the negative emotions so they aren't scared of it and they can grow from it. A few years ago, one of my sons tried out for a basketball team and he didn't make the team. And I wasn't happy that he didn't make it, but I saw it as a good experience for him to see what rejection and failure might feel like. And I told him that I already felt like he had won because he had had the courage to try out and he handled it so well. And I actually look for experiences like that in situations for myself and for my children to grow. Now, here's the thing about negative emotions. We are not responsible for other people's negative emotions. Those are caused by their thoughts. And we have more energy and focus on managing our emotions when we release the control and undue attention that we place on controlling how other people feel. A lot of people come to me and they want to feel better. And I understand why everyone wants more happiness in their life. I want that too. As we do this work, please remember that the answer to your progress will sometimes lie in feeling and allowing the negative emotion, allowing yourself to sit in the disappointment that a child isn't making good choices or leaning into the anger that a spouse was unfaithful or sitting in the guilt or the shame of knowing we made mistakes, understanding and allowing these emotions are part of being a human and they increase our ability to not buffer with unnecessary pleasures and to be in full control of our lives. Spinning in negativity doesn't feel good, but knowing we can confidently handle any emotion does feel good. And everything passes in life. The bad will pass eventually and the good will pass. This perspective is good for any emotion. If you'd like me to show you how to handle specific emotions that you're experiencing in life, sign up for a free coaching consult call at HeidiBenjaminson.com or you can email me at Heidi at HeidiBenjaminson.com. In just one hour of coaching, I can help you see and experience your world in a different way. So please subscribe to Hi, This is Heidi so you don't miss an episode and leave me a review in iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts so others can find these tools as well. 
This work is totally worth it. Building our brains and our confidence is the best investment we can ever make. I'll see you next week.